life a luxury and mansion drinking bubbly. Black entourages hitting truly where you want to be. Jet five friends kicking news, sports, and politics. Black entourages hitting truly you don't want to miss. Hey, okay, they coming through your cereal. Black entourages hitting, yeah, you know you got to go. Go home, yeah, you know you got to tune in. Black entourage, he'll tell all your friends. Hey. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Black Entourage Podcast. This is Amir and today we are joined by Sean as well as Jamal. Yeah. I'm going to start off today with um, the video that was sent, I believe, to Elon Musk. It's an anonymous video. Now this is my first anonymous video. I've heard about them, um, but I've never really watched them. Um, but watching this video was actually pretty um, weird, uh, creepy. Um, I don't know how much truth there is to it, but it seems like um, Elon Musk is actually doing something that somebody doesn't like, regardless of, you know, the powers at play. Um, but this is an attempt to kind of thwart his um, behaviors in a way. Um, how do you guys feel about what's going on? How do you feel about the video? So I'm actually a pretty big fan of Anonymous. It's not like one person. It's a group of people worldwide and... No one could really pinpoint where they are because they have like different things to throw off like their IP address and things like that. Obviously there's a bunch of VPNs out now, uh, so that's not something that's hard to do. Uh, so they basically come out whenever one person or a group or an entity, business, whatever, is kind of overreaching or overstepping what they should be doing. Uh, so it was kind of shocking to see that they did come after Elon, but it's for a good reason. Essentially, they were just talking about Elon's uh, the control over the Bitcoin market, right? That was one of the main emphasis is how he could just tweet one thing and then the whole cryptocurrency market crashes by 10% in five minutes or whatever. So, you know, it's... They, they point out a lot of things. Obviously, everyone should do their own research before making judgments when it's coming to these type of topics. But uh, him not technically, you know, buying it. I don't know if it that, you know, owning it. I don't know if that's 100% true. Uh, they did point out the, the names of the people he potentially bought uh, Tesla from. But I also, he's also a freaking genius. So I don't want to take that from him. So it's kind of like a gray area, but what they like to do is kind of just, they don't want to like say, hey, this guy, don't spend your money there. They just want to point out the uh, inefficiencies, for lack of a better term, or point out some of the, the gray areas or, 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 or maybe gray morale areas or some of the shit they're doing, right? But they kind of just make that shit to be aware, like this is the person you guys are, uh, uh, what's the right word, deifying, right? Is that the right word? Kind of, his words mean a lot more. So they kind of like this, they're kind of trying to make him seem more like a regular person than that multi-billionaire uh, narcissistic mindset where it's all about them, which he has as well, but most billionaires kind of do. But uh, but yeah, so it's just, it's just says basically keep your eyes open, man. Do some more research into people you guys are, are putting so much faith into instead of just taking whatever they say as uh, 100% facts and 100% gold. And, you know, especially when it comes to financial stuff, you know, when he says shit and the market drops, he could either be selling off tons of shit and making his profit off, or he could just be buying a shitload and then making it go all the way skyrocket and sell. I mean, we've seen that shit with the Dogecoin, with the whole SNL. It was hype for the whole shit. And then at the height of SNL, that shit plummeted. So <laughs> we've seen it. His words hold weight in the crypto market and maybe it shouldn't mean so. Uh, but that's what I really got from it. What about you, Jamal? Um... My first introduction to Anonymous is usually them not really going after companies that much. It's usually they're going after, like, governments. Mm -hmm. Like, whole governments. Uh, like, pointing out injustices and um, even our own government telling what what um, 
they're doing overseas, just highlighting like injustices, right? Yeah. So it was surprising that they went after, like you said, it was surprising they went after Elon. I feel like some of the shit they said in their message wasn't exactly true. It was just like, it was just basically like a, a diss song, really. Just <laughs> that's how it felt to me. Like they were saying that other companies are catching him, but I mean, Tesla isn't new. Like these companies are still trying to find ways to make um, <laughs> to make their cars as efficient as a Tesla. Like they're just on and that this now. Niggas, this niggas making rocket ships and shit. Yeah, this Tesla's been out for I don't know how long. Feels like ten years or so. No, so. Tesla's been out for a minute, but other companies have gotten into they're catch- that. Then they're catching up. Like Priuses, yeah, they're not as luxurious, but they have the range. Yeah, like no, he but got- Priuses. Priuses, they do the same thing, but how they drive is totally yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's not as luxurious. No, a Prius isn't is going like it's not that I'm thinking about. It's like a Prius doesn't have a cycle mode, like or whatever, whatever mode. So what you're just saying is just a price tag feature, cycle mode. So that's what I'm saying. Just more luxurious. A Prius is the economical. <laughs> price yeah, tag but a, compared but a, to a forty thousand to sixty thousand dollar base model. Like I haven't, I haven't heard anybody talk about a Prius like they talk about a Tesla. A like when you talk, when you talk to someone that loves cars, like I have a homie that like loves like heavy cars, right? Like uh, muscle cars. But he's like everything that he's driven is stupid compared to to a Tesla. Yeah. Like, the sh- shit could go from, like, zero to 60 in two seconds. It, it just, it makes no noise. It sounds like, sh- I've heard so, niggas say it, 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 it feels like they're in a rocket ship. So, so once so, again, that is going back to the luxury, uh, the price tag luxury shit. Because electric cars, all electric cars don't make noises. The thing about electric cars is the distance and the type of luxury you're getting in the car. That's the only so, thing <clears throat> in, in electric cars. And Tesla being they have the market share because they've been at it so far, so long, they're the, they're the people people are trying to reach up to. They're the ones with 15 years of innovation in their batteries, of, of 15 years of innovation, of, of just being in that market. So they have the heads up above everyone, but... Everyone is slowly getting a better understanding of these electronic of what, batteries. Of what they're doing. So that's what, that's, that's what they're trying to... I mean, Volkswagen just has the whole... I don't know if y'all see it. They just dropped the whole commercial about uh, electronic cars. and Because they're they're ready with, with their electronic shit. They got the, the car, the minivan. I don't know if it's a minivan, but like say the SUV. They, they just had dropped their whole commercial. I was seeing it. I was like, oh shit. And it was like, at the end, uh, it was a mom with their baby in the car. And she was like, oh, he's going to live in a world where he doesn't know anything about electric vehicles. And that was their commercial I just seen today. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, like, people are catching up. And Volkswagen is yeah, not someone to, like, they're a big company. I mean, they own uh, Lamborghini. I think bought Lamborghini years ago. So, don't, like, if Volkswagen is, is driving commercials like that, they're ready. But... Tesla will always have the market share just because they've been the first. When you're the yeah. first, you, you have that 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 leadership. You know, you have that ability to shift the market because you have all that year, uh, all those years of uh. Yeah, they're already ahead. They're yeah. probably sitting on shit. They're probably sitting on shit that these other companies just don't even know, only because they've had the money and the time. Uh, to invest in those engineers and things to help better the brand. So I do understand that companies are trying to catch up to Tesla, but um, as far as Elon Musk goes, like I think that, you know, if I was a multi-billionaire and I was dealing in an unregulated market, which is what decentralized currency is, um, I wouldn't fucking care what people said about how I felt about my relationship with Bitcoin or how I'm trading within the market because at the end of the day, um, everybody understands what cryptocurrency is. Um, now, he may be in it for more cynical ways, who knows, but like you said, you have to do your research before you just get into stuff. So, for people who, like, say, for instance, Anonymous, right, that sounded more like a smear campaign or, like Jamal said, a diss song 
only because um, Elon Musk is trying to portray this currency for the people persona and, you know, trust me, Dogecoin's going to be the next blah, 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 blah. So this sounded like a way to discredit him and a way to pull some of his demons out of the closet so people can be like, hey, maybe investing in his ideology isn't what's best for me. Um, which is their right to do. Uh, but if I was Elon Musk, I'd probably be moving the same way. Like, it, we don't know what's pushing and pulling this, man. At the end of the day, you see, we see how he's moving now. So, you know, is Bitcoin something that you need to be investing in right now, knowing that he can move that market so so well? Um, and Dogecoin he, he, is He stable. stopped accepting Bitcoin for Tesla payments again. So that was yeah, also a part I mean, of it. I mean, I don't know. It's just... It's just uh, it's a matter of preference. Don't spend money that you can't afford to spend, and then you wouldn't have your feelings hurt if something goes crazy because, you know, it's a game. We're all playing the same game. That is game, true. So. These cryptocurrency stocks and finance, all that shit is just a casino. Yeah, it's a fucking game. <laughs> so let's play the game. Don't get butt hurt. People are going to win. People are going to lose. But just I will say, like, I will have. piggyback on what you just said. If you could go on to the next topic. Don't invest any of your money without doing your own research into what you're investing yeah. into. And that's bottom line. Just because it's it's trending on Twitter or it's trending on the marketplace app, do your research before you invest your money. You can just be get, catching the popularity spikes and the next thing you know... I'm buying shit that nobody knows about at like fractions of pennies on the dollar just in case it becomes a meme coin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to, to be honest, I caught AMC. <laughs> to be honest, I caught AMC literally like a week before it went crazy because it's going crazy. Like, well, it's kind of simmered down, but last week it went nuts. So, like, yeah. I, I had AMC at four. I bought like ten shares at fourteen bucks. I was like, I'm not gonna go all in because I was like, markets are slowly recovering for the theater. I was like, people are they're trying to get people to go back to watch all the movies. I was like, all right, I think summertime's going to be a good time and that's going to slowly build back up. And then the next week, it became the the focus meme stock. And like, I was like, oh, crap. And that just hit like $70 was at, like, at its highest. And I was up like $600. I was like, holy shit. So I bought all this shit was on Reddit months ago. Like people said, buy Doge, buy MC, buy this, buy that. And, you know, if you're one of the people who listen, then so clearly I, they know something that look, we don't I know. I follow the group, but I didn't buy it because of them. I bought it because movies are com- will slowly start coming back. Yeah, and, it was, and it was at such a cheap price point, $14 per share, that I was like, I could do with that $140 just sitting for the hopeful win. So as soon as I seen it became the mean stop, I was like, all right, let me see how high this could go. But then as soon as it hit, like, I think, like I said, the highest was around 70. I was like, all right, cool. I was like, maybe I'll hold a little bit long, see if it hit 100. But then it started going down. So I was like, all right, let me get some of my profits in. I sold half my shares at, and at, like, 50-something. I was like, I'm making something out of this. I, was like, <laughs> I wasn't expecting. I was like, I'm making something out of this. And then I was like, all right, I'll keep the rest. And if it goes up, it goes up. If it goes down, it goes down. I was holding for the long term anyway. That's the thing. If you, in stocks in particular, you can't just be a, I mean, you can be a day trader, but that's not really where the millionaires and multi-billionaires are made. It's from companies where you invest in a whole long term and, and that you believe in. So that's what he's saying. Invest in what you believe in. Invest in what you know. So that way you could build a proper portfolio, portfolio, excuse me, uh, and you can see things rise properly. So invest, invest at your own risk. <laughs> so supposedly there's this guy or girl, don't know, who sold an art piece for $18,000 and supposedly it's invisible. Yep. I did not read the article myself, but I believe that is true because I've seen so many different things. That are sold and people became multi-millionaires. Yeah. Like the pet rock shit went stupid. Pet rock, yeah. Pet rocks. Yeah. Uh, right, that right, book right. about Donald Trump, ten like wonderful words about Donald Trump, and the whole book was empty. He became a millionaire. So for for somebody to tell me that an art piece was sold for eighteen k, I believe it wholeheartedly. So it is a dude that did it. It's an Italian guy. The co- the sculpture is not clear plastic or any anything. 
It's actually nothing. There is no sculpture. It was like you have to use like your concentration and your imagination uh, to really get the, the essence of like the piece of art. And that's that's nuts. That, but congrats to him because if you can flip that, you can flip anything. That you were able to <laughs> literally put a piece together. There's nothing there. Get the marketing behind it. And then it actually sells for 18 grand. Like, what can I do? That's like on some NF. I won't even say that. That's disrespect for the NFTs, but that's all. <laughs> that's like also. I don't even know how to explain that. How do you sell nothing? That's like um that person in the Lorax movie, that Doctor Seuss Lorax movie, who learned how to sell air. Like that's what he just did. He just fucking sold air for eighteen thousand dollars. It's a belief, man. As long as you make people believe, they'll buy into anything. Mm. They'll buy into fucking anything. I wish I could hit a lick like that. I need to start thinking of shit like that. Just some of the most basic thing. And what is it? I forgot who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody when I was a forklift driver at FedEx. And I told that nigga I wanted to be a millionaire. For some reason, nobody believes me when I say I want to be a millionaire and that I will be, but that's to each his own. Um, but I said, I want to be a millionaire. He's like, oh, you want to be a millionaire? Just find one thing, a product or service, sell it for a dollar to a million people. Yeah. Boom, you're a millionaire. Yeah. And I'm thinking, like, can it really be that simple? Like, one dollar, a million people? A million people is a lot of fucking people, though. It's a lot of fucking people. <laughs> a lot of people. But it happens. It happens. All the time. It happens. The dumbest shit. Yeah, I, I just yeah. think that's... That's a little absurd that in today, uh, day and age, that he was able to actually sell it. Usually, that would probably go off as like something in in culture where someone trying to sell a piece of nothing and no one bought it, obviously. But for someone to actually buy it and for there to be an actual receipt for it, that's what's the dude's name that did it? Who the fuck bought it? And are they angry or did they just like are they cool with it? I think it's in a museum. Salvatore Salvatore Gora Gora. I'm sure. I'm sure I pronounced his name wrong. I mean, it basically shows you that the art, art, whatever, art economy is basically what you want it to be. Basically, whoever the buyer is, they show value in the artist, and yeah. I've heard, I've heard this conversation from like old like people that like old artists like yeah. that critique art that they hate how it's the art um game is being today like with NFTs and they just hate how the value of it is like there's people that are stuck stuck up that have the power to say what what is worth what and it's people like him and NFTs that are just fucking the whole thing up. So yeah, some people don't like NFTs because they don't understand it. I mean, I'm, I don't. I'm not against them. I just don't. I guess I don't have the. Uh, I just don't have the the whereabouts or the awareness to go and actually buy something because it seems like the NFTs are so like of the moment. It happens like you just hear about it. It's like. It's almost like with a Dave Chappelle uh, uh, random pop-up. You don't never know when Dave Chappelle's showing up. You just always hear about it like the day after. Like Dave Chappelle showed up in Atlanta and had a sold-out show for the people. It's like, there's no marketing. There's no, no, you just have to know. You just have to be in the know for NFTs to be a part of it. And that's why people don't really fuck or with follow it. it. You yeah. gotta be a fan of it. You gotta be a heavy fan of it. Yeah. I don't even know what the hell that is, to be honest. It's like a, it's confusing. It's like it's, a blockchain. Yeah, it's confusing. It's, it's it takes the blockchain to make sure like it's copyrighted, so the original person gets like a piece of every sale oh, yeah. forever. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's 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 a lot. It's <laughs> it's a lot. But but shout out to 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 the Italian dude because. Uh, they said that's actually not the only uh, piece of of invisible art. He also created a Buddha in contemplation piece, and one is also called Aphrodite Piagi, or Aphrodite Cries. Two other invisible pieces of art that he has made. Shout out to him. I'm gonna I'm gonna 
I'm gonna ask the universe to give me more creativity. Maybe that's what I need to do is just just go out into the yard, pick up some like grass and some twigs and shit. <laughs> just just build some shit and be like voila. <laughs> yeah, give myself an Italian name and just sneak into our art studio and see how much money I can get. Yo, clearly it's that simple. Yeah, it's that simple. Is that freaking simple? Um but yeah, the Olympics, the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, uh, 10,000 unpaid volunteer workers recently quit to COVID concerns. And this is 50 days before the games are to start. And that was one eighth of the total 80,000 volunteers. Uh, they said they quit because uh, the Olympics are still being hosted by Japan uh, when they have rising COVID numbers still. And only two to three percent of of Japan is currently vaccinated, and they just recently extended a state of emergency to June twentieth because hospitals are on the brink again. Thoughts? Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a big push in Japan to um to, to postpone it. Yeah, I don't even think it's in Japan. I think it's around the world. I know there's um people in the I forgot what their body's called, but basically the Olympic body, whatever you call them. The I, they're pushing, I, I, yeah, they're pushing for whatever. It. It's like the IVF or yeah. some shit like that. Um, they're pushing for it. I know some athletes are pushing for it, and I think the country of Japan is pushing. Well, some like the health community wants it. Um, wants it stopped. I know some some sponsors are pulling out because they don't think it should continue, but basically Japan's just gonna keep on doing it. And I mean, it's kind of too close to like revert course now. It's like next month, so I don't know what Japan's gonna do, honestly, because it sounds like they're they're too far to pull back, but it also sounds like they are being pressured to postpone it another year. So I think within the next few weeks or this week, we should get a definitive answer. I I, I, would, I don't know. It's probably 50-50. I'm 50-50. Probably like, what is it? I don't know if they're going to do it. Maybe 49-51 that they, that they don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, but. I don't know, man. I you got to think of all the money that goes into the Olympics, right? It's millions upon, if not billions of dollars. They build facilities. They they fix up the areas around it. They build all the places for the, uh, for the athletes to live up and everything. So there's hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars that goes into it. For it, it already got postponed one year. Mm-hmm. And for if it get, I think what, what it is, too, is the tradition. Has the Olympics ever been canceled before, like, in human history? No, I can't. Maybe. But I think they should cancel that shit. I I think they should cancel it, too. Especially if the the Olympics, I'm Googling it now. If the Olympics was, like, postponed, like, if it was ever, like, canceled for, like, one four-year ever, I don't think Japan wants to be the first that it ever happened. So there's too much pride in Japan to be the first country that's like, we can't host this shit because we can't contain a freaking pandemic, right? I don't think that they want that. And I don't know, it kind of set up precedence, right? If you cancel it now, then the next, or if they do it now or they postpone it another year, then the next Olympics is in two years. Then it's like, there's so much that's going into this whole thing that's like, yeah, the health and safety is one thing, but I'm sure the tradition of the Olympics for for how long it's been having uh, been along, been around is definitely another thing that they want to make sure that they could keep up. Man, fuck I, tradition. I That's think a- if they do cancel it, they'll just push it though, push it back to next year, and then it'll just go four years from well, wherever four, they started. Yeah, you think they'll just fix it? You said only two to three percent of the population is vaccinated, right? Of Japan, correct. Of Japan, this is literally a multinational event. If people from all over the world start congregating in a place that's not vaccinated, then you can have another fucking India or um, 
what's that other place, uh, Italy or whatever the fuck, like a place that just gets hit really hard by this virus and you won't be able to control it. And all of a sudden, everybody's going to have to send aid and supplies, you know, to Tokyo because everybody's now hospitals at capacity. They don't have no oxygen. It's going to cause more problems in the future. So I think that humanity should be more important than any type of profits or any type of tradition or anything like that. Um, and I think that they should, you know, not underestimate this virus that yeah. literally shut down the whole so, world. So I did find a list. The pandemic, oh, the pandemic, the Olympics has only been canceled a total, canceled or postponed a total of six times. And the six was last year. And it's usually because of war and why they postponed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time it was uh, uh, canceled was in 1916 uh, in, in Berlin. Uh, then the second time was in 1940 in Tokyo. Uh, then 1940 again the the summer and winter olympics of 1940 was uh, canceled uh the summer was in finland the winter was in germany uh the 1944 summer olympics in london and then the 1944 winter olympics in italy and now the 2020 summer olympics in tokyo so only six times so tokyo is mad as fuck like damn y'all canceled our olympics twice nigga. yeah so twice? now that <laughs> so, so now that i can see that it actually happened before cancel it i'm completely cancel it let's get everyone's safety and shit let's get this shit wrapped up 2020 2024 is the bragging rights give everybody two give everybody two trophies or two uh uh, Olympic, what's some shit's called? Olympic gold medals. Gold yeah, give them two fucking gold medals <laughs> if they win. Fuck it, double. They can, just, they, can just, they can just postpone it for another year. Like, if I they mean, have... they're athletes. I mean, shit. They just gotta keep training, keep getting these endorsements, and wait till the time. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Hopefully, it's, by it's Japan. Yeah, Japan will be more vaccinated by next year. They'll get some more um vaccines so that's crazy how America is literally like shitting on vaccine numbers and them in Israel Israel be having vax parties (laughs) yeah vax parties yeah, they be having like street parties, like where you get vaccinated on the street, where you get vaccinated, eat a bunch of food, and drink a bunch of alcohol, and just chill. That's yeah, weird. that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I got my vaccine too early. I should have waited. I should have waited like everybody else. Yeah, I'm so still, I'm still not vaccinated. I'm still. Oh not, yeah. I'm still these not These niggas vaccinated. got bad perks for not getting vaccinated. Yeah, they getting like there's like a vaccine lottery. Yeah, you win like million dollars if you get it. Mm-hmm. Like, Couple of one twenty one year old won a million dollars for getting vaccinated, bro. Like yeah. doing her yeah. civic duty, she won. A, she became a millionaire. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure she had to pay forty percent of taxes in that, but. <laughs> <laughs> it was like give that's that right 40, back. That's forty percent of nothing she did she didn't never have. Yeah, 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 I mean she's still walking around. What? What's that? Like six hundred now? Yeah, that's still life changing. For doing nothing. That's still life changing. So yeah, for yeah. doing what I did for free, I feel like I could use the slut. Yeah, how do you guys feel about um, uh, when they're they're doing like the. The, what is it? The House or the Congress? They're doing like the report on all the UFO uh, sightings. Shits. It's, who is it? Who is it that's doing the report? Is that the House or is that the uh, Congress? That's I haven't heard about. It. You said it's UFOs. Mm-hmm. The, the, the shit's about oh, to no. come out. The government's that, getting crazy about this shit. That like, sounds. But they're, they're real. They're real live. Like pushing the narrative. Like, hey, UFOs are real. We're talking about it in Congress. We're talking about it um, in in um, what's that place? Fuck the Pentagon. Like they Trump made sure that they started declassifying shit before he left office. Um, I don't know why. And then he also made the Space Force. So I feel like whatever they're doing, um, they're preparing us for something that we're going to experience in our own reality. Um, and they started oh just like everything else, like in movies and shit. Like a lot of the movies and shit from back in the day. A lot of this shit that you see is actual real live technology today. Yeah, so I think so... that they've been slowly introducing us to the idea of alien technology mm-hmm. um, and life forms. 
And you know, maybe one day we'll see him. So it's Congress that's doing it. Uh, Congress, yeah, it sounds like a Congress thing. Congress is expected to receive a detailed <laughs> report from the de- Defense Department and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence that provides in far greater detail than ever before what the government knows about the un- unidentified flying objects. And here's a quote from the article. American intelligence officials have... Oh, I guess this is from uh, the results. Uh, or, I don't know, where is this from... Okay, so he got. Yo, okay, so what this was a list. Is that? It was what from CNN. The secret that the US, UFO report expresses from two days ago. Uh, and American intelligence officials have found no evidence that aerial phenomena witnessed by Navy pilots in recent years are alien spacecraft. But they still cannot explain the u- unusual movements that have mystified scientists and military. According to senior uh, administration officials briefed on the findings of highly anticipated government report. Uh, so based on that information, we know that, one, there's no evidence that the various UFO sightings over the years are aliens. Two, the U.S. government has no idea what these aircraft are. In fact... It's um, inconclusive. Yeah. It's at a, the end of the day. Right, because you can't, you can't say for sure but they came from outer space. Yeah. But you can't, can't say, can't say sure either way. Yeah. what the fuck they are. So it's just like... Could be drones from someone that's like Tony Stark running around the world. So, so here's the thing. Since the beginning of time, though, since the beginning of time. Well, we didn't know it since the beginning of time. We have it classified on video. There's for right now. Who literally drew? Who knows what what they was drawing? They might have been drawing like the moon. That was coming so, down when the sun was coming down. I don't know. I wasn't so, there, man. So here, here, here's my... Isn't there a, a statement that says uh, we're either... Uh, we have to come to realization that we're either the only ones in the universe or we're not the only ones in the universe? Like, there's a statement like that. Either we are or we're not. And both are, like, equally terrifying or some shit like that. I think that <laughs> it's, it's like either both we're... Both are equally terrifying. Both are either... Are, like, okay, are like, we the only ones in this bitch? Or yeah. we know there's other shits here. So <laughs> both of those are like... Both of those are life-changing amounts. So, yeah, both of those are scary as fuck. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think aliens would be kind of fire. Come change this. Come change this oh planet up. Let's see. What, let's, yeah. let's, let's get together. You do not want that. Pull you up. Want that. Let the aliens come. Let the aliens come. And then let's see what they're really going to do. If they're hostile, then fuck it. See y'all in the afterlife or maybe. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, man. Or, I just feel like they're aliens. Or maybe they're like, yo, here. Y'all have fucked this planet up. Here's a machine to take to fix your ozone to stop all this global warming. Or they're going to like, yo, this is how you fix up Mars. If you do that over here, they're, they're like our parents. They're like, if you do that over there, I'm going to come back and I'm going to take it away. Like, that, that's basically, I don't know. That sounds like God. That sounds like God. Mars is just Mars is a dusty ass planet. I don't want to live there. Is, is, can aliens be God? Are they the creator? I mean, we don't know. See, the only way question that everything aliens to be a creator of anything is if this this planet was already inhabited by a bunch of different species of shit through whatever process, evolution, placement, whatever the fuck you believe. Um, and I feel like we have been influenced as a species with like different like aha moments over the millennium like aha 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 and i don't know what is sparking these different advances in technology and thought process but i don't i don't believe that we as humans came to be without any interference yeah if that makes any sense yeah i believe that we were influenced heavily by um whatever and then we was able to like progress from that point you know one of the other theories is that we're like the test subjects of the aliens like they came and fucking did whatever they did on earth made to the monkeys or to the chimpanzees and then that one made that uh the monkeys evolved to humans and then they come and check in on their experiment every once in a while like oh all right these things are we out 
So that sounds like a Joe Rogan ass theory, right this, there. No, for real, we could be we could be in some Horton hears a who type shit. Like, oh these motherfuckers is like on a it's field like trip. Men in black. Like, oh, look at this. When he opens the locker, it's a whole new whole universe. in there. It's like Rick and Morty. No, bro. It's, like, we, think about it. The cells in our body, they're moving, they're working, they're achieving a goal. They're living organisms that's living in an environment that has absolutely no knowledge of the outside world and how grand and expansive it is, right? So who are we to say that we're not one of those little organisms within an organism within a fucking organism listen ricky or, Mar- ricky know, morty showed it best with like the the whole universe in the car they'll just use they'll just use the power of the car and then when they think like that could be us are they using us for for some shit we don't know we don't know that's the beauty of life you gotta question everything right yeah, I guess so. You gotta question everything. Actually, does watch the documentary uh, on Netflix about um, shit. It was about the black hole, about when they took the the first picture of the black hole from 2017, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and how all the shit they had to do, like all the different telescopes around the world, to make one globe-sized freaking uh, satellite. It's in Brazil, right? One of them was in Brazil, but it was like six One of them different is, yeah. satellites. Yeah, they're, they're all over the yeah. world. Yeah, so in Hawaii, essentially, once, the, in... once in Hawaii, ones like in Brazil, uh, ones in the Arctic is like, and they all had to like line up perfectly. So the weather had to be perfect in each location for them to look at the black hole in the center of the Milky Way universe, for them to like slowly put pictures together. And since it was like in six different locations, they had they got different pieces of like the images at different times before they could actually. Humans are fucking scary. Oh, okay. Humans. We we are too. We're too intuitive. No, we're too engaged at figuring out why we're here. Everything and how to expand everything. Like eventually, we're going to fucking kill each other. Like by mistake. From this is one scientist, or maybe it's that. on purpose. Maybe it's on purpose. We already been through that. Yeah, it's called true. the atomic bomb. That is very true. <laughs> and now there's the mutually assured destruction act. So if any one of these superpowers sends out a nuke towards us, guess what? We're sending Everybody them right back, back, and we're gonna end the planet. That's what humans have in place. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's a nuke? I guess it's game over, Earth. That's what the but game is. But because humans is. have faith that the Earth will, like... Yeah, it'll, no. Uh, eventually, after hundreds of years, but we'll be long. Billions yeah. of years. Like, if we're even still here, like, if the sun doesn't explode and, like, burn everything in sight. Yeah, man. That, but that that uh, documentary is definitely good. I'm trying to find a title for you guys. It's called uh, The Edge of All We Know, Black Holes. Mm. And that, it was really good. Just Because I'm a big space guy. So just to, just to see them have to figure out how can they even pinpoint where the black hole is without seeing it and having to use light from different stars and how they're bending around a certain point. And then that... It, Watch it. It's a really good one. Uh, good documentary. It's a really good one. And then I've been watching Alone again, getting my survival skills back up. Cause shit's about to hit the fan. <laughs> yeah. Would, yeah. Would you guys ever do like? Uh, nope. No. You want to do a, that type of survival hiking? Hell or you no. Gotta, no. I'm no? too first world. I'm too. And that sounds very fucked up. But I, I've been conditioned. I can't go hunting. That's it. I will go hunting. I will go camping. But I'm not gonna go out into the wilderness for more than a day or two and not have like public commodities within <laughs> the next five miles. Like I'm not doing that shit. And these days be thinking that they're so great. They be like, I've been in this woods for ten years, <laughs> and then they go out there. there. And then they go out there, these niggas that drop 20 pounds of straight fat, their fat is leaking off their bones. <laughs> they, they fucking throw it up and have a mad diarrhea. Nope, I'm good. 
nigga, I, I saw this one where this nigga caught a whole moose or I think it was a moose or some shit. Like he caught a whole moose and he, I, I thought he was going to win because I was like, damn, this nigga caught a moose on day six. Still he eating for the rest of the well, the, the, the meat's too lean. lean. It's too lean. He didn't yeah, have any that. Yeah. And he started dying and I was like, he has a whole moose. And but he still he died. Find fat, he's dying like yeah, right now, see, season seven is on Netflix now, and I'm running through that. And they're in the Arctic. They're in, they're in the Arctic now, so they're like trying to like just fish to just survive to get all that fat from the fish before it yeah. freezes over. But I would love to do some survival shit like that. Nah, Sign me up, Bear. What's his name? Bear Grills, where he's like just surviving. And have you ever seen this where he like just bites the spine off the fish to kill it and stops moving? He just starts eating the fish. Have you seen yeah. that? Oh, oh my! Bear, you never watched like any of Bear Grylls like survival shit in there? I, I I don't know their names, but I've watched almost every single. He's a British guy. You you two Bear Grylls, and I'm sure one of the first ones will be either the insect bite where he bites like the biggest fucking maggot in the world and it like explodes while he's eating it, or it's gonna be him uh, biting the spine out of a fish to kill it. Like, <laughs> See, I don't have time for that shit. Or it might be the um. Too what's, that, what's that football player that went out there with him? Oh, Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. Yup. Yep. He be taking celebrities was, out there with him to survive. Shit is funny. I think that's the. I think that might be his most rated episode. I would do it, it for money. <laughs> I would do it for money. Like if I became a persona. <laughs> If I became a persona that people wanted to see struggle in the wilderness and people were willing to pay me to do that, I would do it. Like, I would, I would, if I could have an expert with me, I would do that shit. But I'm not gonna just go out for the free trying to win a million dollars. Like, I would die one day too because I stepped on some shit or ate some shit I wasn't supposed to eat. It's, it's a matter of pros and cons and then what you can morally subject yourself to. So, like, I'm not gonna eat skunk ass for a million dollars because I probably just wouldn't be able to get through that shit to be honest. Like there's some shit like I, I like say for instance my mom tried to like make me eat five cucumber slices to get off punishment. And it was, you know, risk versus reward. I need to eat these cucumbers. But I threw up on the second cucumber and I stayed punished for like the weekend. So I mean it was just five slices? Five cucumber slices. You can eat cucumbers, nigga? Cucumbers are lightweight. Huh? You couldn't eat a cucumber? Nigga, I ate the first one. <laughs> I ate the second one. I threw it everywhere and I stayed punished. And that's the thing about parents. Like, they know you so well. Just five cucumber slices. I was like, five. Lightweight. Please. Yeah, I ate that shit. Yeah. I don't know. It's all fun. Well, I mean, uh, my, mom, my mom is funny now that I'm getting older and have kids. Like, the way that she used to, like, manipulate our realities. It's crazy because you literally have to think for your children. You are their reality. Oh yeah. So that is, that's just crazy. Between a, a a parent and a kid, it's like a chess match. The kid is trying to out outplay the parent, and the parent is trying to outthink the kid and what they're trying to do. So, no, the kid is outsmarting the parent, but the parent is so experienced in life that we already saw it coming. But sometimes we just, you know, we get caught slipping. I'm like, you little mother. But most of the time you catch them slipping because we're just so experienced in the reality that they live. Like when you see your children, it reminds you of how how not stupid, but how much you didn't know when you was a child and how much your parents could manipulate your reality because you didn't know what reality was yet. Yeah. You're just stuck inside of like what they curated for you as reality. Yeah. And that veil slowly gets pulled back the more you're able to stand on your own. <laughs> that shit rip off you like that's why um man oh no man you gotta raise your kids to be like like kind of protected like overprotected but under like it's like a balance yeah it's a great area you, you, you gotta protect them from everything they can't they don't know to be protected from but they also gotta learn from themselves to understand yeah. like oh that's fire don't touch that oh that's that's too heavy. I can't pick that up yet. So it, it's little things. It's little things. I'm not a parent yet, but I used to do that with Jeremiah all the time. I was like, nah, let my nephew. Like, nah, let a little little nigga figure that shit out. Can't Life you. is the best teacher. <laughs> Nobody listens to shit. Nobody says. Yeah, 
It's like, it's oh, he's he keeps jumping down the steps. Eventually, he gonna bust his ass and he gonna learn. Oh, maybe not jump down these steps maybe, anymore. <laughs> maybe I should walk down the steps. <laughs> so like, you just gotta let life do what life does, man, and that's the beauty of it. But I am ready for automation. Uh, I, uh, I was speaking with uh, Vic, uh, and I'll cover up these names. Uh, <laughs> I was speaking with him, and he was like. Um, talk about automation and how the first couple of automated trucks are about to be doing their uh first like schedule like trips or whatever and i was like man i am ready for automation to to get here you know so, you know what i've been listening to a lot of shit about that a lot of people are getting out of that game automation the automation the automation uh game i know uh because remember what what is it uber and um lyft were supposed to have like automated yeah. vehicles mm -hmm. but i was i was listening to a programmer that was like so we can program the car to notice a stop sign but if there's like a tree with a branch right over the stop sign it'll throw the whole thing off, off yeah the algorithm off and it'll just drive through because i'm pretty sure you heard sean that they were like yeah i'm selling this part of the business we're just gonna stick to self-drivers I mean, it's going to stick to drivers because they were like, okay, we're going to get into self-driving. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then they pulled out. I think they, I, I think because of that, they were like, it's not worth it or we're going to have to keep on spending money to try and figure it, out the algorithm. So it's not so much an algorithm. It's the, for what they realized, because Google's like one of the biggest people doing it, they realized, and you gotta have a lot of money to obviously learn and test all that shit out. They realized that you need a shit ton of cameras and radars and everything for a car to be completely automated. So uh, Google already has that infrastructure in place where they have people going around each street for their Google map view or whatever, right? So those cars are automated? Uh, no, no, no. But uh, that's See, what they, like, what that's the what they use to kind of feed into the AI system. That's why it happens so regularly. So like the, the robots and their cars and shits kind of learn the streets and things. And I just watched that's a video cool. on it. To see that in real life is cool. Like, yeah. Google cars. Uh -huh. So it's, 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 it's still a learning curve for it, but there's enough to where uh, if the company has the money to bankroll it, where they could get a good enough car out there to where it could do like, maybe I wouldn't say like a cross country trip, but maybe like a trip from, let's say, give an example, Atlanta down to Florida on I-75, basically one highway type shit. So as long so you as- think, So you think we'll see it? We'll yeah, see yeah. I think, I think automation and everything is our next step in just human evolution. Because ever since the industrial age, humans been working like dogs, and we're the only species that has to live, and that has to work to live, and that's not life. So, and ever since the industrial age, when everyone started working 40 hours, building the cars and everything, that's like when humans started really just like grinding and working type shit. So, I do think automation is the next step. So we can get back to living instead of uh, like that shit. That shit like be humans horrible. are being automated though. Like automation is here though. That's what artificial I intelligence is. I absolutely, I absolutely disagree with Sean. You know why? Why? Because of Wally. Remember when they was automated everything and everybody got fat and their bone density started to shrink. Their bones started to shrink and they had to fucking. There's a theory on that, and, but I'll say that because that's gonna throw this into a whole different thing. Uh, but Wally's a, a, a good depiction of it, but the theory on that is that the 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 AI that took over like the captain shit and made them all get fat or whatever is it ended up being like a corrupt AI system. Uh, it, it's great. I'll send the video because I don't want to go down here on on the, <laughs> on the podcast. Cause it was like saying like the ship ended up being like the literal devil because like numbers ended up like six 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 when it was like speaking and the time yeah yeah the time that's why I think what automation is it's the devil because yeah. because you gotta think about it even before the industrial revolution humans had to survive but now so work for a dollar to to live but the, but it's it's the same thing though working to eat 
you had to now you could go to the grocery store automated obviously but back then automated but it's still from the dollar that you have to work 40 hours a week for exactly but i'm saying minus that right just walk with me for a minute just walk with me like instead of going to the store you had to walk 10 miles and be lucky if you found a moose or and you then could you farm. Had, and, then, and then you before bow and arrows what were you doing stabbing that motherfucker up probably running it and, and you were farming probably, you probably it's farming and all that shit like hard work bro so yeah, always I'd, work. I'd rather that. Like that's why you have to be in the gym because our bodies are predispositioned to. to work yeah, exactly. So if you like don't mam- work, mammals, goddamn it, like mammals. If you look at any other mammal, they 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 work to survive, but we're yeah. just getting more automated. Um, if you, that's lazy. I'm not speaking as far as die. work oh. as in being mobile as mobile. a human. I'm saying, saying work as in dollar. working for the financial dollar. That's what automation is gonna stop doing. Because eventually so much things will be automated that there will be no need to pay a human to take oh, an order. I don't think so. There will be well, no, maybe. Like, certain things will be completely automated. And that's just the step in things. I feel like us as humans are being automated by technology because like say for instance me, um, I've become I'm trying to get away from it, but I've become attached to GPS systems, right? So, like, we're we're getting to the point where we're working at kind of like endosymbiosis with technology, to where they'll say turn right at the next right or at the next left, turn right or whatever the fucking case. Like, they're literally telling us our next move, to where we don't even have to think for ourselves. And the more that these earbuds get smaller and smaller, um, I feel like we'll literally have you know, knowledge at our fingertips to where we don't really even have to use our From automation comes integration. And that's the next two steps for you. Once we start automating things, we're going to start integrating things into Into us. Yes. I mean, you can see it now. We're basically attached to our phones. We're attached to, like, everything technology. We're, like, desperately, I won't say desperately, but we are, like, super attached to it. So it's all the so technically about- we're biological machines ourselves. Yeah. So once we're able to control, like they like, tried it, like the remember the Google glasses, where but that didn't, and like that's like sure that's not implemented on you, but that's a very close step. You have the Google watches, like that's the next is is automation and integration. So it, it'll be it'll be we're gonna see we'll hear the story soon, whereas like somebody installed a motherboard in their brain to help with processing it, eventually we'll hear this shit it's gonna get pretty nuts i'm looking forward to it all right thanks everybody for joining us for another episode of the black entourage podcast thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you guys soon peace peace Hello.